0: Welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's spirit. Tonight, welcome everyone to yet another episode of Polished Gems. Here is where we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. So I am your host. My name is Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems, as well as this podcast, uh, which is called Polished Gems. I'm also an author, a real estate agent in the state of Georgia, and a mom of two children. So I have tonight with me a very special guest. Her name is none other than... So
1: yeah, so I do have a nonprofit. And my nonprofit is for women living with HIV. So we provide holistic care services. We do live events. We have support groups. Um, We are actually about to launch an anthology really soon. So we're about to come, I'm kind of combining my natural talent of writing Um, with my not-for-profit just as a way to fundraise because we need we need money of course to provide the services so that is what we do and we're based here in Atlanta and that is actually how I got started in entrepreneurship um, because I wanted to share my story about being diagnosed with HIV when I was 19 years old and it took me a while to really get out there and start sharing. But when I did, I realized that there was just a problem. And uh, God gave me his not-for-profit to begin to solve a lot of the issues uh, that I saw. So a nice space is about three years old and is growing um, at the pace that God has it growing. But I'm just excited to see what God will have us do next. So that's a little bit about my um, not-for-profit. And since I'm here, I did recently just launch a book on love. So I'm really Excited to talk about to talk about this uh, particular topic today because I believe some elements of my book will actually come out in this uh, podcast today.
0: Through her blog, her podcast, she even has a YouTube channel and many different events that she hosts. She is currently living in Atlanta, Georgia, with her husband and children. And guys, to find out more about Nikisa, please go visit her website at www com, And so, perfect. Guys, this is why I wanted her to introduce herself. As I said, that introduction was just the short version of all that this woman, amazing woman of God does. So, guys, let's um, not delay any further. We are going to jump right in with both feet to our topic tonight. So, guys, we're talking about temperance. For those who don't know, temperance is just another word for self-control. And, of course, the... Dictionary will define it as different things, but we're going to leave anything out.
1: No, you did a really good job. Um, I think that pretty much sums it up. I do do a number of things, but I felt like you did a good job with introducing me. So thank you.
0: Well, I want to make sure that our audience definitely um, has a better understanding of that word before we go into a deeper dive about your blog. Yeah, so Temperance. Um jump into actually reviewing our blog of focus that Nikisa actually wrote for my blog, Fruitful Gems, called Gaining the Fruit of Temperance was about.
1: So for me, okay, so this blog is really about I gave a snippet, a short version actually, of what it was like to build self-control because um the thing about self-control. I had an actual real like life problem. Right. And I just really was asking God questions because one thing with my walk with Christ, I always ask God questions. And even though I used to hear that gospel of you can't ask God questions. Well, I was an inquisitive person so i had to ask god questions and this is one of the fruits that was like the last one that i had ever heard about actually no one ever told me that this was one i always heard love joy peace never temperance um but that is what the blog is about just how i gained self-control um and what that journey was like for me in my walk with christ because i feel like you know walking with christ is a journey i'm still I learned something new almost every day with God. Like every day he got something to say. Every day we learning something new. Every week he's walking me through a new journey. So it was just a pleasure to just try to really bring light to what self-control really is and what it actually may take for you to get through. that. so that's a brief description of what it was about. Is I guess it, it's self-control but let me i guess let me break it down just a little bit I, of course like you just said right so self-control is learning how to deny yourself of things but the thing about doing temp- tempers with god is that it can only be produced with holy spirit residing in you right because it's the fruits of the spirit and that's something that's very important about fruits of the spirit anyway sometimes we forget that it it these fruit This fruit is produced as a result of Holy Spirit dwelling in you. So Holy Spirit begins to teach you how to say no and how to restrain yourself or do things or not overindulge. So think about eating, right? We eat food every day, but it takes a lot of self-control to say, hey, today I know I really want those hot wings, but I'm going to eat fruit instead or I'm going to eat more vegetables because that's better for me. So it's like a mind. Like your mind being switched to choose things that are better for you and having control over oneself but it's done with god so it's like that whole statement in the bible we talk about how god's made perfect in our weaknesses so i used to think that that meant well i'm weak god is perfect actually what it means is where i am weak god will show up and give me and help me so that is what i felt like with self-control so i've seen it show up like i think that self-control is Something that you can ask for um, and ask God to help you to really um, increase your ability to control yourself for things that uh, you may that may be good, but not good for you. Right. So there are some things that we have to deny ourselves, and it goes back to denying the flesh because. The flesh is alive and well. And one way to deny the flesh is to invest more in your spirit. So when you decide, like, hey, I really want to work on self control, you begin to put things in place. You start to monitor what you're doing. So, for example, you may, if we're going to stick to food as one example, you may not go out to eat as often, right? You may buy more, may go to the grocery store so you're more likely to actually cook food in your house. You may try new recipes so you won't be tempted to say, well, I Like, oh, if you want hot wings, you may find a recipe where you can bake them or you may get your air fryer so you can make them in your air fryer and you may make it fun so that you don't feel like I'm just I just have this bland life with food. But you are um, exhibiting some examples of self-control, because one thing about self-control is not that. The father just wants us to be without fun. It's not that he he just wants to be mean or harsh or like a tyrant, but these things usually are things that are good for you to have some self-control because it's really, we just got to tame the flesh. So I hope that was a good understanding of what self-control is to me with um, some good examples, but that's what I really think. And I think it's just so um, important. That we learn some self control.
0: What that you so much for taking a moment to just let us even know more about temperance, what it is, and even how it relates to self control. And thank you for those examples about food, because I know most um, most of our audience, including myself, like especially when you started talking about food, I was like, I'm a foodie at heart. I love food, and was sitting here going, Wait, she's coming for my stuff. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm because it's easy for us to feel like, Wait a minute, guy, I have to. We believe when we hear God, we hear the word sacrifice more than we um, understand that it's just healthy boundaries, things like that um, as well. But I want to dive into your testimony because you shared with us on the blog this amazing testimony of how you actually got this introduction into learning more about temperance and the fruits of God's spirit in your life. So, can you share that with us?
1: Yes. So, I, I guess we have to start at the beginning. So, I remember. Uh, and I talked about this on the blog. Of course, I went to church for the first time on my own. So I had been to church in the past. So I was 18 years old. And I and it's so crazy. Like, God will use anything. OK, so I was 18 years old and I had a boyfriend. Lord have mercy. And I had a boyfriend and he was just not a good boyfriend like at all. OK. And for some reason, I wanted to go to church a few weeks before that a man invited me to church that was down the street from my mother's house because I was in college actually. So I was home on break and I was like, I want to go to church. All of a sudden, I was just, I don't know where I want to go to church. And he, the, my boyfriend at the time was like, you don't need to go to no church. He was one of those people like, you don't need to go to no church. And I've never been against church. I just knew I wasn't saved. I've never been against church because I had been before and uh, we have so many religions in my family. So I had been before. So He was like he want to go so because i was so over him i was like oh well you don't want to go then i'm really going because maybe this will get rid of you because i'm over this relationship or whatever it is so it was my first time going to that church right and i went in and and the church i remember i don't even remember honestly what happened that day if you want to i don't remember but all i know is by the time i left out of service i was saved I, w- I remember just walking straight to the front of the church and giving my life to Christ, not even really understanding what I was doing. Right. I didn't know what I was doing, but I just felt this peace, like this was what I was supposed to do. Um, and, you know, when you first get saved, you really don't know what that journey is going to look like. You do have this like love and this fire. You just want to know everything about this man who saved you. Like you want, cause you know, if you like Jesus and you want to know all about God, you just really want to understand what people have been talking about, how blessed they are. And so I was introduced to the fruits of the spirit and you know, how to live a life, how to be a good Christian girl. And you don't do this. Just all these rules. And I was introduced to the fruits of the spirit, but it was always love, peace and joy. That like, and because i had not which is so important for believers right because i had not been one to really study the scriptures for myself i just would study if i studied that i would only study what the pastor would say so if on sunday the pastor talked about love then i'm gonna go study that i'm gonna go back and read that one passage on monday and then I'm not picking up my Bible until Sunday again. So I was one of those type of beliefs because I just didn't know anybody. So I wasn't and I was going to new members class, which was my favorite part. But looking back, I don't know how much of discipleship that was. It was more so getting acclimated with the actual church and some Bible. So as my as life went on, you know, I I life went on. I was like, OK, I understand this guy, but something's not. I said, but I still feel like I'm just having a lot of struggles. Cause no, I got saved at 18. So I see this life you want me to live, but I don't see how people just go without because you know, like we we like to party. They like don't go to the club. Like I don't see how people cannot go to the club, right? I'm 18 years old. Like, of course I want to go to the club. Of course I want to drink. Of course I wanna do stuff my other other friends do. And I'm I don't I feel like I might not should be doing some of these things I'm doing, but I just feel like I'm missing something like something is missing and that is when I really um just I went to God back with the questions like okay God so I know these fruits of the spirit right um but where does the bad habits where they come from where what it like where's the bad habit part it and um When he, when he said that he, it really, he started to kind of like take me on a journey of like teaching me more so than anything. It's not like he answered me, but not in the way I was expecting. I expected God to lay out the book and say, here, this is what you do. You do this and the third, but it was just a different, uh, unique (laughs) journey of how he, um, and he began to teach me about that particular fruit of the spirit, which is temperance.
0: Yeah, I did the same thing. I just went, I just looked at the story of um, Jonah and the big fish or the whales. So we should just follow God to where he said, got it. Cool. Move on to the next one. But I love how you talk about, well, where does get getting rid of the bad habits? There's a bunch of bad habits you can get introduced to really easily right in that age range. And, looking back now um share with us a little bit those bad habits temperance self-control and how to apply it
1: yes so um first he first had to go back and look at the fruits of the spirit because like i said i thought it was just love peace and joy now i saw patience and then i saw temperance and i was like What is that? Because when you look at it, I believe that's the KJV version where it says the word temperance. So since I was unfamiliar with the word, I used to gloss over that word. So I actually had to look it up to figure out what it meant. Because we do that a lot sometimes. We just see a word. We just keep going. We just go over it like a speed bump. Like, oh, I slow down a little bit. Let me keep going after I go over this bump. Because I don't know what this is. And I looked it up. And it was like self-control and mastery. And I was like, you know, I don't have a lot of that. I don't have a lot of that and a lot of some of it was peer pressure because some of these things I honestly didn't desire it. But in the right setting, the right environment, everybody got a drink. Let's let's have a drink. If, if people are, are wanting to vent, they say, but it's really gossip, I'll be a listening ear because I'm such a what's, so naturally I'm a very loyal person. So even if you tell me not to say nothing, I won't say nothing. That's just naturally who I am right um and then also i wasn't real slow to anger back then like i was like oh you made me mad then you deserve what i gotta say because i grew up and another thing is to remember that some of us grew up like this because this is what i some of these things i was taught um some of these things I was, especially about anger in my family if you got a problem you just go ahead and get it out you or you know, you just say what you gotta say. It was no such thing as slow to be slow to being angry. It was no such thing as that. Um, and then it was, you know, people when you're fearful, you know, people say do it scared, or and then I had anxiety. I had a lot of issues where I would just worry about things, but I saw other people worry about things. Of course it's natural to worry about things, but you will hear things in church like, oh, you should pray and not worry. And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And then sometimes we may not even relate some of these things to um, a lack of self control. Right. We may not we may may not relate some of that. So once once I knew what the word was, God began to show me some things that needed some temperance, pretty much. And I was like, all right, God, give me the book. You know, I said, open the book up, you know, tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do, God. And it was not like I was hearing an answer. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like, why are he not answering me? And I'm like, how am I supposed to stop these things? So I just literally had to learn how to be patient, right? I just was like, you know, he not answering me. So I waited, right? I call myself waiting and I kind of just put it behind behind me. But what ended up happening as I just grew as a believer. I started to notice that I was changing. So one of the first things that I did was I worked on my responses to things. So I was kind of a negative Nancy, as they say. So somebody says something, I always see the bad. I can never acknowledge the good so i was like you know i don't really like that that's just because i feel like this doesn't make sense to me i don't mean i should go and be like a what they call them destiny destroyers destroy somebody else's hopes and dreams because i don't see how it's possible or i don't see how that makes sense so i just begin to to work on these things and then i'm very um very cautious and mindful of gossip so I even have to catch myself like if someone is venting, I try to make sure that it's like this is like you expressing yourself, talking about you and yourself and not trying to tell somebody business to me because you you become an accomplice of that. So I just begin to to really work on that, And then I start watching what I in, like what we intake. So when you think about since I started with food, right, like let's talk about spiritual food. When you think about what you watch on TV, what you're listening, it's all food. So it just begins to come out of your mouth so if you're watching like if you're watching a whole bunch of um so if you uh, oh let's do this one if you're married and you're watching a whole bunch of stuff about what single people be doing you may have a desire to do that because you're not monitoring your ear and your eye gates um and it may not even be your desire it's the environment like i talked about with if i see my friends doing drinking a lot of alcohol or something and all of a sudden i have a desire to drink but i don't even like drinking I've never liked to drink, but I used to drink a lot because that's what was around me and that's how I was able to operate in the clubs and be a little relaxed because I never was one of like the club because I couldn't dance, but that's what all my friends was doing. So I had to really start watching, monitoring my ear gates, right? um and really start reading the bible more reading more books and then just choosing better shows. it's just so so many good things that you can watch on tv or on youtube or just don't watch it at all if you can't handle it take away take a break from social media and it really helped me um it really just helped me separate first of all it helped me separate the real from the fake because you can really get caught up in social media land right um, and then it also taught me some self control. So then when I saw that I can control, okay, if I can control what I'm watching on TV, what I'm listening to, if I can control the conversations I'm entertaining, then I, I can learn how to say no, I'd rather not. drink. I could say no, I don't really want to go to the club and not feel bad about it or feel like I owe somebody something. I could, you know, I, I could apply this to other areas of my Life. That's what I learned. I can apply it to other areas of my life, and then, um, and the biggest thing um was anxiety. Like, it I started to take note of what triggered my anxiety, and I just really learned how to to manage them. But this, I was still as the crazy thing about all of this, just to, is that I was still asking God about self control. I was like, I didn't even notice that I was gaining it. I didn't realize Holy Spirit was leading me. Um. To learn self-control and tell him, like, I do think it's you when you're not like fully aware of how God operates, because I still wasn't fully aware at this time. You think that it's you telling yourself don't entertain the gossip or that it's you saying, no, you should eat better or that it's you saying don't watch so much TV. You're not even paying attention that all the time God is answering you. And that's one thing that I learned about growing um, in this uh, growing to a new level of self-control.
0: Gave my listeners a lot of information. Guys, I actually am going to uh, say this. I hope you were taking notes because she just unpacked to even be aware of different areas of temperance to be aware of and self control to be aware of to create healthy boundaries. She was saying when she talked to you guys about. Um, not realizing she was learning what um, the question that she had asked got answered. And she was learning along the journey. Told you up front, a lot of times we'd run. We would fight. We would be like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving up that. <laughs> to teach her more about self-control. And even really, um, Nikita, would you even say ease you into it, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. She gave it to you from based off where you were. Like, I wasn't ready to really know it it was going to take for self-control at the time. I would have been like, well, I ain't doing that. I would have probably just said, well, he's not doing that. And it would have probably brought out, because I was really struggling with rebellion during this time. When I think about it, I was just very rebellious too at the time. So I could see myself wanting the answer and not using the answer. So you're so right about that, Jacinta. See, so guys, it, it
0: It's not that, I hope what you gain from this is that sometimes it is because he's trying to prepare you for something different. He's trying to soften your heart and your mind. They all got to line up, even with your spirit. That's why these are called the fruits of God in accordance with God's will. It even helps for our minds to line up with his will. It even helps for our hearts to line up with his will because that's why we're able to speak this way. And and before we get ready to get out, I wanted you to actually leave our audience With just some final words of it can be encouragement, even how to implement self-control in their lives. Go ahead.
1: Yes. So um, I think the first the first tip I want to want to give you is that we just have to surrender. Like that's a word that um, God, like whenever I start with any of my coaching clients, I always talk about what do you need to surrender to God? So surrender is to give up. Right. What you need to lay down, You just need to go ahead and say, God, I need help in this area. So the first thing I want to leave with you is that God really wants to do this for you. But he needs you to invite him into that space where, you know, you just don't have a lot of self-control. Maybe you don't know what you think you should know. And what I say that is because sometimes we're really, really hard on ourselves. Right. So we make a mistake and we say, I should have known better. But sometimes that's not necessarily true. Were you taught better? Do you think you should have known better because of your age? Or you just feel like you should be further along than you are? Like, is it a really a true statement? So I, it just starts with you surrendering. Like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to get self-control. I know I struggle. I know my eating habits ain't the best. I know I be jealous sometime. I know that I'm not obedient. I know that I choose to do this over doing your work. I know that I choose to sleep instead of read my word. Like that's all in self-control. But when you surrender that, God will begin to help you and guide you and he'll give it to you in a way you can handle it. Your journey may not look like my journey. Your journey may not look like Jacinta's journey, right? It may not look like that, but it's going to look how God wants it to look. And remember that he is doing it not you It's him he is the one that's going to guide you into all truth he is the one that's going to say no let's not do that today he's the one that's going to start working on different things with you and then you're going to look up and realize like wait a minute i have grown so much i'm not doing what i used to do even a month ago like I'm, I'm, I've am I'm grown a lot, but it's just that patience because in in the mix of getting self-control, you learn patience too, which is another fruit, which, which is a topic for another day, right? And um, so yeah, just make sure you're surrendering. Make sure you are um, surrendering this to God and remember that it's him who's going to do it. They are fruits of not my spirit, not your spirit, of the spirit, which is Holy Spirit. So they only can be done through him. So that is that is what I would love to leave with your audience.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Nikisa. This has blessed me. Guys, if this has blessed you, please leave us comments. You can leave those comments on our Instagram page or our Facebook page. till next time, bye-bye. Thank you, Nikisa, for being our special guest tonight. And again, I'm going to say, find out more about Nikisa. Be sure to visit her website, file by the things that we say, not by what we put in our stomachs or what we put in our mouths is what it says. And guys, I'm paraphrasing. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, discovering your worth through the fruit of God's spirit. Until next time.